Welcome to Happy Hour with the Home Collective. We are your hosts, Bill Ball and Kristen McFeely. Today, Kristen's actually not here. She's traveling. She's in Denver for a real estate conference. So we're going to do something a little bit different today. I recorded a conversation with a friend of mine who recently took a trip to Japan. And I was on Instagram and I saw him posting some photos of him in a Philly cheesesteak shop. And I was like, wait, did Arnold get back into town? And I'm looking at the pictures and I'm like, no, he's still in Japan. Uh, this nice Japanese couple actually owns and operates a Philly cheesesteak shop in Tokyo. And it's all swanked out with Philly gear. They love Philly and it's a pretty cool conversation. So I called up Arnold and I said, hey man, I was going to uh, just call you and ask you these details. Would you mind stopping by and just doing a record so I could play it on a podcast? And he said, sure. So that's coming up next. Quick market update. The city seems like it's picking up some, so that's a good sign. The weather is nice and buyers are out there and deals are getting done, so things seem to be picking up there. The suburbs are still crazy. We just did an episode about the suburb market and it's still extremely competitive as it was all of last year and the year before. So just to give you an example, I'll give you a quick story. So I had a client text me this week, uh, this property that was a coming soon and it was like maybe Wednesday or Thursday. And um, in the description, it said that there was going to be an open house on Saturday and the property was coming live to the market on Friday. So it was like a coming soon one or two days, Wednesday, or th- Wednesday and Thursday, or maybe even just Thursday. It goes live Friday but there's no showings on the property until Saturday. And the open house was at noon. Friday night, I get a text from my client and she said, oh my God, it says it's under agreement. So this property went under contract Friday night uh, before showings even began. So I reached out to the agent to say, hey, what's going on? He said there was no showings till the open house. And uh, he shot me back a message saying that a buyer submitted an offer, sight unseen, cash, well over the list price. And this was a $900,000 property and waived all contingencies and the seller wanted to take it. So don't feel bad if you're losing property on getting outbid. Everybody is. If that gives you an idea of what's still going on in the burbs... It should, because that's what's going on in the burbs, unfortunately. Hopefully, we get some more inventory and things chill out there, but it still seems insane. So we'll just have to see how this year plays out. It's just, unfortunately, still a crazy seller market right now in the Philly burbs and uh, South Jersey. South Jersey doesn't seem as crazy as the Philly burbs, but it's still pretty competitive. But uh, to to get an offer like that sight unseen is uh, pretty crazy. Unfortunately. So buyers hang in there. There are better days of coming. We do think that things should open up hopefully soon. I mean, it can't just stay at this pace. Impossible. Has to chill out eventually. So hang in there. Another reminder, if you need real estate help anywhere in the country, we do have a link in the show notes. Just click the link. There's just a couple questions in there. If you need help in the Philly area, Kristen and I would be happy to help you. If you need help anywhere in the country, we'll still do a consultation with you either over the phone or 
through Zoom or Google Meets. We'll find out what exactly you need, a little bit about your personality, and we'll set you up with a great agent in your area. If you'd like to record a message on the podcast, there's a link in the show notes for that as well. There's also a questionnaire form if you would like to type in a question and have us read it on the next episode. That's fine too. Lastly, in the show notes, I will have a link to this cheesesteak shop in Tokyo. I'll have their Instagram handle on there as well so you can see the photos. I'm also going to post photos to our Instagram page, the Home Collective Happy Hour Instagram page. So I'll leave a link in the show notes for that as well. So sit back and relax and enjoy my conversation with Arnold de Blasi and the Tokyo Philly Cheesesteak Shop. I first met Arnold back in 2013 when he walked into an open house I was hosting in Fishtown. I helped him buy a house in Northern Liberties later that year and uh, just recently, actually it's been about a year now, Helped him sell that house and relocate to the Burbs. All right. Joining us now is my friend Arnold. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Uh, how you been? I'm good. You came on this podcast kicking and screaming. <laughs> I had to beg you to do it. It's all good. I, I still appreciate it. So we, we were texting a few weeks ago. Um, I went back and looked, and we were just pretty much ranting on how badly the Eagles finished the season. Oof, it was rough. We were kind of venting to each uh-huh. other. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you mentioned in there uh, that you were going to Japan, and I was like, holy cow. I said, I actually have another client, past client, who's in Japan right now. So it was pretty wild how I had – I knew two people in Japan, and I don't think I've ever even met anyone in my life who actually went to Japan. So to have like two past clients in Japan was – uh was a was a pretty funny coincidence. Yeah, I was I was going over there for work. I, I I love Japan, but I've only been there that this was now my my third time. But uh, they were all within the past year. So my first time there was like last April. Um, and now I've made it, you know, like three times in like less than a year. That's pretty wild. So you know, I, I'm on Instagram, and I you know I'm just scrolling. And I see you post some pictures, which, by the way, I went back and looked. You pick, you, you pretty much posted no other pictures of Japan except for what we're going to talk about right now, yeah. which is yeah. so funny. <laughs> so I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling Instagram, and I see you in a Philly cheesesteak shop in Tokyo. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? So I'm thinking, all right, as soon as he gets back, I got to call and get the details. But then as I started thinking about it, I'm like, I'm going to just see if he'll record it. So here we are. I don't even know the details. I only seen the photos on Instagram, which with your permission, I probably would like to share on the Home Collective uh, uh, podcast. 100%. Okay, yeah. cool. So we'll put that out with the episode. So, all right, here we go. I want to know, let's start off with this. How many days were you in Tokyo before you found this shop? Well, so I knew about this shop before I even went to Tokyo. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so they how, how did you hear about that? Instagram. Like there, the guy that runs the shop is uh, is on Instagram and he posts about Philly. And I guess uh, one of my coworkers saw him first, sent him to me. And so I was following him. Um, but when we go work in Japan, we never work in Tokyo. Uh, typically, I actually work like eight nine hours south of tokyo which is why like we can never get to this shop 
Um, but for this trip, I was only like an hour outside of Tokyo. So I didn't know if I'd have the time to go visit, but uh, I knew he was on my radar. If I had the time, I was going to definitely try to make it there. Okay, so so I thought you had just like wandering around Tokyo and you saw this shop, um, but it's pretty cool. He's got, and again, I'll post some of the pictures on um, the podcast Instagram page. But he's got like real Philly paraphernalia in there. Like, who, who is who is this guy? Like, how did this how did this happen? Did you get the background of the story? Like, how did this happen there? I got some of it. He he actually just I think did a uh, Philadelphia Inquirer story recently too. Um, based I haven't read it, but based on his Instagram, he posted uh, that I think the Philadelphia Inquirer um, did a story on him. But they he just kind of like loves Philly, and so him and his wife run this shop over there. And uh, he they have come to Philly now two or three times um, to kind of like scope out cheesesteaks places over here uh they do a bunch of like you you should see the picture she was scrolling through her phone showing me all the pictures of the thing whenever they they order a cheesesteak uh they're ordering them breakfast lunch and dinner while they're here they're ordering them three four times a day (laughs) every time they get one they're measuring length they got like a little um like a tailor's measuring tape that they carry with them they're measuring the length they're measuring the diameter. They're measuring the weight. Like they're doing research that they can go back to Tokyo and replicate it as close to possible, uh, like as close as they can. It's it's amazing. That's wild, man. They probably yeah. I've lived in Philly my whole life. They've probably eaten more cheesesteaks than me. <laughs> if they're eating them breakfast, lunch, and dinner, <laughs> oh, almost definitely, yeah, yeah. Like they the their most recent trip was just a few weeks ago. It was early January. Um, and they got like the full Philly experience while they were here. So they're they're eating cheesesteaks three times a day. They went to the Eagles Giants game. They went to a Sixers game. They went to a Flyers game. Uh, the wife is like in love with Gritty. Like they did it all in like 10, 14 days, well, however long they were here. It was it was crazy. That is wild. And and it looks like from the pictures, like he's Japanese, right? Like he's a native of yeah. Tokyo. Okay. Yeah, as far as I can tell, they they both grow up in Tokyo, and he just uh, I think he just likes Western culture and kind of gravitated towards Philly. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure why he picked Philly, but uh, but yeah, I walk into this shop and he's in the back in a real Muto jersey T-shirt and a Phillies cap, just cooking at the grill. <laughs> that is that's just insane. Yeah. I love that I love that he they come here for research and they're just eating oh, cheesesteaks. Imagine that. Like all the stuff we take and, uh, for granted, like they're coming yeah. here to like really pay attention to and like, you know, make notes and bring back. Yeah. It like, and they, she was telling me all about like the different styles of cheesesteak that they've kind of found, like, like an older, greasier style or a more like chopped full style. And like, they're trying to like replicate, you know, certain ones. And, uh, yeah, I don't know that they've seen, they seem very dedicated to the craft and, uh, and they made a pretty good cheesesteak. How was the how was the bread there? Like, were they able to get that right or no? I guess that's probably the hardest part. Yeah, and I think that was probably the most different part. I did very much enjoy the bread, and from talking to them, I found out she makes all the bread and whiz in house herself, and then he makes a lot of like the cheesesteak and the toppings and everything else. Uh, they can't ship whiz apparently. She's like, we can't get it here, so I've had to kind of like create my own recipe and make my own whiz, and I bake my own bread every day, and so like. That was probably the most different 
than our cheesesteaks, but I still very much enjoyed it. And she, you know, she she's killing it over there with the the bread and homemade bread, homemade whiz. Yeah. Well, God knows what the whiz actually is and <laughs> what would happen to it during the transportation of it. You know what I mean? It probably turn into mutate into some other form. I did mention that to her. I was like, your, your whiz is probably fresher than anything we get, even without the shipping, because we know that, you know, ours is ultra processed. That That's not my normal uh, cheesesteak go-to is whiz anyway. So, Oh, really? No, I'm a, I'm double cheese American provolone. And then fried onions is like my, my go-to uh, around here. Okay. All right. See, I like, I grew up on just going whiz. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes my friends, they'll, they'll go with like provolone, you know, all my Italian friends and they're like, Oh, why, why are you, why are you doing with, I said, because it's like, why am I putting fancy cheese on a cheesesteak? Like it, it's like yeah. putting earrings on a pig. You know what I mean? Just give me, <laughs> give me the mess. But then, um, you know, some places like, uh, Angelo's Danny over at Angelo's started using like Cooper sharp on the cheesesteak. Yep. So now that's, now he's really fancying it up. I haven't had yep. that. He's. I don't want to tell him that he he knows. I haven't had it either, and that's uh <laughs> that's the the cook's favorite cheese. I know steak. I got to try it. So they they had Angelo's while we were there, and uh, that was his favorite. Did they really? Yeah, that was his favorite. That I was going to ask you, like, did he does he have like a ranking? Oh, uh, they they only did gave me their favorites. Both the the husband and the wife. The husband's favorite is Angelo's. They scrolled through oh. the pictures. They showed me <laughs> the measuring tape next to Angelo's outside, and uh, he loves Angelo's. She actually her number one cheesesteak is a place I've never even heard of. So now it's on my list to go check out. It's Cafe Carmela up in the Northeast. Okay. It's like an Italian shop up in the Northeast, and apparently it is her favorite cheesesteak. So now that's on my short list to go try. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've heard of it either. I mean, I, you know. Mm-mm. Cafe uh, Carmela. The only one. I'm so, I'm so bad with getting out of South Philly for cheesesteaks. Like the Alessandro's I've had, right? Isn't that? That's Roxborough, yeah. right? I think. That was one of the ones okay. we were talking about. Yeah, Roxborough area. Yeah. Um, I guess that was one of the ones that she was, she was equating like different styles. She was like, that's the one that's like an overloaded, like log, you know, bogged down cheesesteak. And I was like, I love Dallas Andres. That's, that's like one of my favorites, but it is like a very heavy cheesesteak. And so I guess her, the cafe Carmela one's lighter than that. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Did they mention John's at all? John's roast pork? Yeah, they uh, had pictures of the roast pork and the cheesesteak from John's roast pork. They like both of those. <laughs> I got to check. Yep. Do you do you know off the top of your head what um, their Instagram handle is? Uh, not off the top of my head. I can I can uh, send it to you afterwards. It's like uh, it's the it the like the little section of the city they're in, like Nobo She something um, Nobo She Philly is the is like their Instagram handle, and it's their section of the city and the name of their shop because the name of their shop's just philly okay so what i'll do is i'll you'll text me later and then i'll put yeah i'll put their instagram handle in the show notes of this episode so if you're listening just go to the show notes you can click click on their shop name in the show notes and you'll be able to see what we're talking about here but man that that's so funny i can't wait to i gotta tell danny (laughs) over at angelo's that his cheesesteak is number one in japan (laughs) he i don't i don't know if he was the one cooking that day but he might remember them because they they came in and you know they they took a whole bunch of pictures over there at angelo's too so i don't know but um yeah they like i'll ask him i'll ask him i'm gonna tag him oh that's so funny 
Anything else from that shop was uh, interesting or stick out? I see, I see they had a picture of the, the Philly uh, regional rail subway system over there on the wall. <laughs> Not only did they have a picture of it, so, so I walk in the shop. And uh, as soon as I walk in, obviously, I'm not Japanese. So they ask me where I'm from. And I say Philly. And then everyone in the place is like, oh, yeah, like, you know, come on in. And then uh, one of the first things they ask me, right, and they, they point over to the, the SEPTA map. And it's this, the full regional rail SEPTA map. They go, where are you from on the SEPTA map? And I kind of like walk over and I pour, point to uh, my Orkney house, like right just south of Girard. And then they hand me uh, a permanent paint pen. And they go, mark your house on the map. So I mark like where my house was on the map. And uh, and she comes over and she like looks and she's like, oh, you're on the trolley line, which was like the closest septa line to my house was on Gerard. Order a beer and she serves it in a pint glass with like the Gerard trolley line symbol on the pint glass. She's like, this is your this is your stop. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Everything in the shop is like Philly memorabilia. It doesn't matter whether it's Phillies, Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, uh, like Penn. Uh, there was a, a Drexel stuff, like Septa stuff, like everything in there is Philly related. They got a big John sign, like mural up on the wall. Uh, yeah, it was, it's really done up and, and, they really aim to make you kind of like feel at home. If I knew I was making it there, I would have brought them something probably to put up. I didn't I didn't know if I was going to have enough time. Uh, but I see on their Instagram all the time people bring them like stuff to put up. And so uh, I'm a Drexel grad. And I think Drexel is a little underrepresented in this place. So if I go back, I might have to bring them some Drexel stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you probably will be back. That's amazing, yeah. man. I and I'll tell you what, the onion rings were very good there because they were like, that nice Japanese tempura batter. Oh yeah, I see. You had a, you took a picture of them. I, I see your cheesesteak. Yeah, here. that was they, they were good. So Arnold's cheesesteak, his onion rings, and uh, is that a Japanese beer or what did they have for beer there? Uh, what did I have? I don't even remember. I think it was just yeah, Japanese Japanese yellow beer. I don't think it was anything special. Yeah, I see the trolley yeah. line. <laughs> the, the trolley line glasses in the picture. All right, cool. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, for that cheesesteak, um, they had a whole bunch of toppings in the little paragraph. And then when I ordered it, they were like, do you want to sub anything? And I was like, no, nah, you just you make it how you make it. And I will I'll, you know, I want to I want to taste it as like the chef wants it. And maybe when I go back, I'll, I'll edit it up. But it had like mushrooms and onions and green pepper and whiz. And yeah, it was good. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Now I'm starving. <laughs> they sound like they're more Philly than some of the shops in Philly. Yeah, just just loves it, leans into it. Yeah, when we were when we were talking to her at the end about like other trips, uh, she said that she's been here in fall and winter, so she wants to kind of try the other seasons. So she was asking a little bit about um, summer in Philly and whether it's nice. And I was like, well, it's hot and it's humid. It's probably not that much different than Tokyo. But uh, if you come in the summer, I know that you like are here for Philly. You got to hit the Jersey Shore, walk the boardwalk. There's plenty of cheesesteaks down there, but I can't vouch for any of them. So I don't know if uh, any of your listeners got <laughs> their spot in uh, in down on the boardwalk in like Ocean City, Sea Isle, wherever on the Jersey Shore that are like they got good cheesesteak recommendations that they want to, uh, you know, at the store a little bit and give them a, a few places to hit up. But that's funny. Yeah, maybe we will. 
But uh, it sounds like that they're just so ensconced in Philly, they probably won't even bother. They're like, yeah. well, we're, we're just hanging here. But but maybe me and you, how about this? How about if we go to the Northeast spot? Catfight Carmella. Let's do it. And then we'll we'll come back and report on it. I'm in. Uh, I'll bring uh I'll bring my wife. We'll go up there. We'll take we'll take a little uh we'll take a little taste test and we'll we'll uh do a review. Or maybe we'll just do a cheesesteak review. Maybe we'll, we should <laughs> do a cheesesteak episode, but I feel we like should. I can't do it. Kristen's always telling us to do one and I'm like, "We can't do one." I'm like, "Come on. I just can't." Do it. She's like, "We got to do it." So maybe we'll add this to it. Picking picking favorites, but that's okay. I still haven't had Angelo's yeah. either. Maybe we'll have to do uh Angelo's and Cafe Carmelo. We'll hit both of their both of their top two in one episode. Let's do it. I'll set I'll set it up. Arnold, my man, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on and telling this story. Well, thank you for having me. It's it's been great. That'll wrap up this episode. Thanks again to Arnold de Blasi for stopping by and sharing his story about his Tokyo Philly cheesesteak shop. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Arnold. Have a good weekend, guys, and Kristen and I will catch you next week at Coffee Break. Coffee Break.